Hey, all my brave financial friends out there. Welcome back to another episode of Boosting Your Financial IQ. Today, we're going to be talking about the upside of equity. Now, there have been a lot of changes on the Boosting Your Financial IQ platform. If you have the app, if you're a member in the community, you have probably noticed a lot of things changing. And the reason why those changes are happening is because of all the feedback that I'm getting from the community and from this big realization that we're going to be talking about in this episode. When I set out to launch the Boosting Your Financial IQ platform, it's supposed to be just this side project. I created 10 episodes. One of the earlier episodes was explaining the income statement. I did this silly song. I probably sound like an idiot. You could go back to that very early episode and get a good laugh if you want to check that out. But anyways, I put out these episodes because I wanted to teach people about business finance. And then from there, it started to grow and then I was going in different directions. I did an episode about personal finance because I thought it was really important, which it is. And then I also would do one about corporate finance and I would tie the two things together. And and it's this intermingled dance that I was performing on the podcast, teaching about all different subjects. I even launched a program about personal finance to help people get their financial house in order. Now, during this whole journey, I've realized a lot of things. And the same thing is going to be true for you if you're an entrepreneur just launching a new business. You're going to start out with one hypothesis, and I guarantee you it's going to change over time if you listen to your customers. And really, that's what it's about, is listening to your customers. And that's what I've tried to do this entire time. Now, sometimes I'm better than others, but I always try to take the feedback from the community and drive greater value for everybody, for you who's listening today. I'm trying to drive the most value possible to help you live a better financial life. Now, during this process, I realized that, look, I can teach you personal finance. I can make this whole podcast about personal finance, but that's not gonna serve you very well. I mean, number one, that whole space is super crowded. There's so much noise out there, and there's so many people telling you, you know, get out of debt. Other people say leverage debt. Somebody will say, put all your money in a 401k. Other people say, don't put your money in a 401k, do this instead. So there's so much noise out there, so many voices, and I just want to cut through all that garbage and provide you a clear path forward. And I believe the clearest path forward to financial freedom, if you want to build real wealth, that is through the upside of business equity. Okay, so I'm going to talk about five things, the five upsides to investing in business equity and why this is so important here in just a minute. So if you are not on the Boosting Your Financial IQ platform, you can get involved very simply, okay? You could go to byfiq.com. You can join the community. Think of the community like this. It's like a Facebook feed where you can scroll through and I provide regular updates on new information and new content that I'm releasing. And it's a great way to get involved with like-minded peers and provide feedback and introduce yourself and so on and so forth. So there's the community there. You could go to byfiq.com. You could join the community. It's free, okay? That's the, the first and easiest step. The next thing to do is to join the Academy. Now, listening to the podcast is great, and I highly recommend it for everybody. I mean, it's super easy. While you're working out, while you're driving, while you're cooking in the kitchen, whatever you're doing, you can listen to the podcast and consume this content, which is really critical. But if you want to take this information to the next level, if you want to get into the lessons, if you want to jump into financial models, if you want to see how all this stuff works and you really want to build skill sets, which will enable you to speak the language of money and business and to capture the upside that we're going to talk about today, you have to put it into practice. And that's why I created the Academy. The Academy is so simple. You can go through six levels and you may be telling yourself, look, I'm not a numbers person. Okay, great. 
because in finance, all you got to know is subtraction, addition, and some multiplication. Okay. So it, it's pretty easy there. You may tell yourself, I don't have time. You do have time. So many people spend so much time scrolling through Facebook and other social media out there and they're just not getting anywhere. And trust me, I get it. Sometimes I need to give my brain a break, but instead of scrolling through a feed, right, where you're, you're not really learning anything, you're not building new skill sets, you're not setting yourself up for success, you can be taking micro lessons in learning about finance. Now, maybe you think finance is scary. And, and look, I remember back in school, finance and economics, those classes were like, oh my gosh, these are just so hard. They're, they're so complicated. And, and in school, oftentimes professors make it complicated. Okay. I make it simple. So I'm going to make it very easy for you to understand. So if you want to get involved, if you want to take your game to the next level, check out the academy. It's really designed for you. Okay. I want you in the program because I want you to learn the language of money and not make the same mistakes I made early on and to leapfrog your way to financial freedom. That's really what I want. Okay. I could care less about a subscription. I care more about you being successful. Okay. That, that's what I want. It's going to pay huge dividends in the future. Trust me. Okay. Then if you want to take your game to the next level, maybe you already have a strong financial foundation and you're an entrepreneur then there's a great program called Boost. Boost is the accelerator. You could join that and you can reach new heights in business. Okay, that's enough with the self-promotion. Really, I'm not promoting my offerings. I'm just providing you with a clear path forward so you know exactly how to get started on this journey. This journey is gonna change your life. Trust me, that's why I'm so passionate about this podcast and this platform because I have seen the positive effects of people learning how to speak the language of money. Remember, finance is the language of money. Just like English is this worldwide language, the same thing is true in business. If you can't speak finance, you're gonna struggle when it comes to being successful in business, I guarantee you. Okay, so in summary, here's how to get started. Go to byfiq.com. Okay, number one, join the free community. It's really simple. Number two, there's a free masterclass on the website. Check out the masterclass. This is gonna provide you with the information you need in order to get started. There's also the academy there. If you wanna get into the academy, if you're serious about this, if you wanna learn finance 10 times faster than any other approach out there, check that out and then there's the accelerator. Okay, that's enough about that. But let me explain why I built this platform and why I'm focusing on business finance instead of personal finance. I'm not gonna be doing all these episodes about saving money, creating a personal budget, and so on and so forth. Okay, I've done some of those. You could check those out. But moving forward, I'm gonna be talking more about business finance, and here's why. So there are five upsides to business equity. Number one is the potential for high returns. And this is really the crux of this whole entire approach moving forward. Here's what I realized. If you live in the United States, and look, I know a lot of you are across the world, but let's just take the United States for an example. And if you earn $100,000 a year, now some of you are like, oh my gosh, I would love to make $100,000 a year, but in my country, that's just not possible. I get it, okay? The socioeconomics are different for everybody. Let's just take this $100,000 base in the United States though. If you make $100,000 salary, and let's say you're able to save 10% of your net. Now keep in mind the long-term savings rate in the United States is somewhere around 8%, but recently it's around 3.5%, and in some periods of time, it's 0%. But let's just say you're able to do better than the national average because you are financially disciplined, you manage your cost, you have a budget, and you just, you're all into saving, and you're able to save 10%, okay? So you save 10% of your net, 
So you make $100,000 a year, you save 10% of your net. Then you go in and you invest this money. And let's just say you earn 8% returns. Now, if you look at the S&P 500 over the last 60 years or so, on average, it's earned somewhere around like 9 or 10%. So let's just say you're able to earn 8% returns. Now, keep in mind, a lot of you out there are just putting your money in a 401k, which there's nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of tax benefits to that. I'm not poo-pooing 401ks or IRAs. But just know that the underlying assets that you're invested in, you may be paying high fees. So you wanna check what kind of fees you're paying on the investments that are within your 401k or your IRA. Some mutual funds, you're paying around 2% in fees, which is crazy. You may think 2% is nothing compared to the returns you're earning, but in fact, that 2% fee is eroding your potential returns a lot more than you may realize. So let's just say you can earn an 8% return though, all right? Over 30 years, if you keep saving and investing regularly, you'll have $870,000 in savings, okay? Now, you may be thinking, wow, that's great, Steve. I'll almost be a millionaire in 30 years. Here's the problem, though. That's $870,000 in 30 years. What's that gonna be worth in 30 years? What's your purchasing power gonna look like? Because with the impacts of inflation, and we've seen a, a lot of inflation across the world lately, what is $870,000 gonna buy you in the future? What if in 30 years, the average worker at McDonald's makes $200,000 a year? Well, really, you know, then $800,000 isn't really gonna last you that long. So that's really the whole crux of all this. Personal finance, that industry is massive. There's a lot of people that make money on managing your money, right? And there's nothing wrong with financial advisors. A lot of them have your best interests in mind. But just keep in mind that so many people are making money off your money and you're not capturing the full upside. So sure, I can make boosting your financial IQ all about personal finance. I can teach you how to save your money, how to get out of debt, how to open a money market account, you know, and, and teach you all these tactics. Sure, I could do that. But really, am I providing the highest value to you? And that's really where I want to focus the podcast moving forward. That's why I've made so many changes to the Boosting Your Financial IQ platform. That's why I have the academy, all these other things out there. Not for me, but for you, right? I could care less about promoting myself and my products and services. My other businesses, which involve growing and turning around businesses, that's really my bread and butter. This is a platform for you to help you to become more successful. Okay, so that $870,000, if you're working for wages, if you're saving your money, if you're just putting it in your 401k or your IRA or whatever it may be, you're investing in real estate and you're not losing too much money in cryptocurrency and you can earn those 8% returns, remember it's $870,000 in savings. What if you could take that same money and invest it in business? And if you can earn a 20% return on that same money, instead of having $870,000, you'd have $13 million over that 30-year time frame. Now look, time is the scarcest commodity out there. And I realize this over and over again as I get older. And still, I'm not the best at managing my time. I spend too much time working, in fact. But I'm trying to be better and more intentional with my time. Because look, we only have so much time left and we just we don't know how much longer we're gonna be here on this earth. So we wanna maximize our time here. So instead of working for 30 years, what if I can reduce that down to 25 or 20 or 15? Like how much more value would I add to you than teaching you about rolling over your 401k or investing in you know whole life insurance? 
Okay. So let me talk to you more about the five upsides of investing in, in business equity. So number one, there's the potential for high returns. If you look at Warren Buffett, he's one of the most successful investors of all time. His average annual returns on his business investing in stocks for the long term and holding them for the long term and buying companies is around 20 to 30%. So compare that to what you're earning in your 401k or your IRA or your individual brokerage accounts. So check that out, okay? Now, 20 to 30% returns can compound really, really quickly. Remember the rule of 72, meaning you have this magic number 72, you divide it by the interest rate that you're earning on investment and that will tell you how fast your money is doubling. So for example, if you're earning a 7% return, take 72 divided by seven, that means your money's doubling approximately every 10 years. Okay, so that's how you look at it there. So when you're earning 20 or 30% returns, your money's doubling every three, three and a half years. So a, a massive difference compared to 10 years. Okay, so there's the potential for high returns. Let me explain how you can capture these returns. You may be an entrepreneur and you may wanna start a business of your own. So that's definitely one path. And if you do that and you create your own business, you own 100% of the equity, unless obviously you have partners or investors. But essentially, you control all of that equity. So that's one path forward, but not everybody is an entrepreneur. So if you're listening to this, you're like, Steve, I'm not an entrepreneur, I'm not gonna start my own business, so am I just out of luck? No, you're not out of luck. The other option is you can partner with somebody or you could join a company where there's a chance to participate in the equity. So if you partner with somebody in business, you come on board with them, you take an equity position, or you're working for a company and you may be granted equity, that, that's another option as well. So that's another way you can get involved with equity is by working for a company or partnering with somebody and participating in that equity upside. The third way is you can do it passively by investing in publicly traded companies. And what I mean by that is you can invest in stocks and other financial assets where you own an interest in the equity of that business. So that's the third way to do it. So in summary, you can be an entrepreneur, you can start your own business, you can work for a company or partner up with somebody and, and have an equity interest in that business, or you can invest in stocks for the long term. Now, I'm not gonna teach you trading techniques of how you can do day trading and invest in options and so on and so forth. I may touch on that in some episodes, but really what I'm talking about here is investing in stocks and holding them for the long term. You're taking an equity position in companies when you invest in stocks because you believe in the economics of the business. You believe in management's ability to execute on their strategy to drive higher cash flows and increase firm value over the long term. And that's really what we're talking about here. So when it comes to earning high returns, that's how you can participate in equity. And that's what I want to teach you moving forward. Number two, ownership and control. Another upside of business equity is when you own it, when you have a stake in a company, you have the ability to influence decision-making processes, which is really, really important. That's why I love being an entrepreneur because I like to own my own destiny. I like to make my own decisions and I like to just be in control, right? And I say be in control, but really I'm not in control. I believe God is in control of my life and I'm constantly learning that lesson over and over again, but it gives me this sense of control where I can go into work and I can choose how to roll out products and services. I can interact with customers and I can 
decide the operating model from which I serve them. So there's so many ways that I can influence decision making and that's really what I'm all about and that's why I like the the upside of equity from that standpoint. So that's something that can be powerful for you. Now, if you own a few shares of Apple stock, for example, obviously you're not gonna influence decision-making, but at least when you go in and you upgrade your phone or you buy that tablet, you could say to yourself, look, you know, I'm a part of this company. I'm putting my money back into the company that I own. So there, there is something there. Also, if you partner with somebody or if you're working for a company, and you're contributing your blood, sweat, and tears, at least you can feel like there's gonna be a bigger impact uh, and payoff into the future. Moving on, the third upside to equity involves dividend payments. So some companies distribute a portion of their profits as dividends to shareholders, which then provides a regular income stream, which is really nice. So if you are a corporation, you'll pay dividends. If you're an LLC, then you're gonna be taking distributions. So let's just say you're an entrepreneur. If you own your own business, then you have the ability to pay yourself dividends or distributions. And those dividends and distributions may have some tax benefits because they're not always subject to certain types of taxes like Medicare and Social Security. Check with your tax accountant to get more detail on this, but there is a little bit of an upside there. But really, it's all about this regular income stream. So if you are active in the company, you may get these distributions or dividends. If you are a passive investor, and you own stock in Apple or Microsoft or Google and so on and so forth, and they pay dividends to you on a regular basis, it can be a nice income stream that you receive by leveraging your capital instead of your time. So that's a, a great upside there. Number four is capital appreciation. As a company grows and becomes more valuable, the value of the equity can appreciate, leading to potential capital gains for investors. So this is really huge, because if you invest in a company, especially an early stage company, and it ends up being successful, you can transform a dollar into a hundred or a thousand or whatever it may be. The returns may be exponential. And the capital appreciation, guess what? It happens, sure, by putting in effort if you're owning your own business, but it's not a tit-for-tat relationship as in you know trading time for money. So if you're earning a salary, you go into work, you provide an hour of labor in exchange, you get wages. Okay, so the only way to make more money is by working more hours or by asking for a raise. So there's not a lot of appreciation there when it comes to earning more money from your salary. Instead, in business, you may put in the hard work, but you may see your efforts multiply exponentially. And really, that's what we're talking about here. The same thing is true if you invest in a stock and you buy the stock and you hold it for long periods of time, you can see that stock quadruple, quintuple, whatever it may be, but it can really grow over the long term. That capital appreciation is really critical because, like I said, if you're just working for wages, if you're not investing in equity, then you're just swapping time for money, essentially. So that's how you can take you know, a dollar and grow it into a lot of money. Okay, so capital appreciation is really critical, but in order to know what to invest in, or if you're a business owner and you want to grow your business, you wanna increase firm value, you want, you want to realize this capital appreciation, then you have to speak the language of money. Okay, if you're just buying stock, but you don't understand a company's income statement, their balance sheet, their statement of cash flows, if you don't understand how to compute their intrinsic value, then you're just gambling, all right? 
if you are running a business and you can't speak the language money, if you can't read an income statement and understand, okay, what are the levers here that I need to pull in order to drive greater value? If you can't look at a balance sheet and understand your financial health, if you can't look at the statement of cash flows and quickly compute free cash flow and determine how you're doing from a operating, investing, and financing perspective, you're really missing out. Now, sure, you could be successful in business without financial literacy. I know some people, but really the probability of doing that is very, very low. And if you can do it, think about how much more successful you could be from a financial perspective if you knew how to optimize your performance. Okay, let's just say you're earning a 30% gross margin over 30 years. What if you could do just a few things to tweak that and earn a 35% return over the same time period? That 5% return is going to be massive in how fast you get to financial freedom or your nest egg is from a financial wealth accumulation standpoint. Okay, so that's why I'm so passionate about speaking the language of money. If you learn how finance works in business, you are going to be so much more successful and you're going to be able to, to capture this capital appreciation that I'm talking about. The other great thing is if you buy stock or if you grow a company or if you hold your equity position for an extended period of time, for a period of greater than one year, then when you go to cash in on that, you're going to be paying capital gains tax, which is much lower than the ordinary tax rate that you'd be paying on wages and salaries. Okay, so I think you get my point here. Let's move on to number five, which involves diversification. So investing in business equity allows individuals to diversify their investment portfolio, which then spreads risk across different companies and sectors. So when you invest in stocks across different markets and different industries and among companies that are small and large, then you're going to be able to diversify your portfolio. And therefore, when markets turn down or when they improve, you can capture opportunities on both sides of the equation. So there's diversification that occurs by investing in equity as well. Okay, so the whole point that I want to drive home from this podcast episode is that personal finance is important. Like you have to get your financial house in order. You have to be disciplined in your spending. Otherwise, you're going to earn all this money and you're just going to spend it all. You have to find a way to create margin, which is the delta between your earning and your spending. That margin you could then take and use that money to invest in a new business by starting a new company or by investing in the equity of other companies. And when you do this, there is so much upside. And this is where you're gonna achieve financial freedom so much faster than any other approach. So what do I recommend? I recommend that you learn how to read an income statement, a balance sheet, and a statement of cash flows. When it comes to it, I want you to understand how to compute free cash flow. That's really, really critical. If you could understand free cash flow, and if you can understand how to go from profit down to free cash flow by accounting for depreciation and amortization, working capital and CapEx, this is going to be a really important concept to understand because it's going to be used over and over again as you get out there in the real world and invest. Because when it comes to investing in financial assets, you're not betting on their revenue. You're not betting on what the market says or what this analyst says about you know, where the price is going into the future, you want to understand the pure economics of that financial asset and how much cash it's ultimately going to return you over time and what the risk is and what type of compensation you need in order to compensate you for that risk. 
So you have to understand how business finance works. And that's what I'm trying to drive home here. So go ahead and get started. There's going to be a lot more episodes to come. Go back to previous episodes, check them out as well. I just want to provide you with the resources that you need to be successful as you take this journey and you participate in the upside of equity moving forward. Okay, so that's a wrap for today's episode. I hope you have a great week. Check out the resources that are available to you. Keep learning and being ambitious in the world of finance and your life is going to be super blessed. Have a great week and until next time, take care. Cheers. Hey, real quick, if you get value out of this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would leave us a review. Also, if you want to be featured on the show, send me a recording with your name, your age, where you're from, and your question through a voice note or a video using your smartphone. Then email me the file at hello at byfiq.com. BYFIQ stands for boosting your financial IQ. So once again, it's hello at BYFIQ.com. If selected, I'll give you a shout out and answer your question for you and the entire community. One last thing, if you want access to additional resources that will help you fast track your path to financial freedom, visit BYFIQ.com or download our free app in the Apple or Google Play app store today. Thanks again.